Afros on show with your girl Sheila O, and this is How Far. How Far now, what's up, well, Guan? How you all doing? Hope you all keeping safe. Hope you all still social distancing, out there protesting the right way, and making sure your voices are heard. This is the one time that we have an opportunity, so we all gonna seize it, okay? We got to seize it. Our guest today exploded on the music scene in 2005. He has become one of the few true icons and superstars in dancehall, reggae, and global music at large. He has worked with the likes of Chris Brown, my girl Cardi B, the Doja Cat, mm. Make the Laser, Chain Smokers, SP, like I call him, but that's my boy, Sean Paul, Ricky Rose, the late Nipsey Hussle, my brother, TY Dollar Sign, E40, Enrique Iglesias, Russian, Nicky Jam, Faruko. I could go on because wow. this guy, yeah, there's no cool. genre and musical style that's off limit for this proven global hit maker. His international smash hit broke off and 2017's Turn Me On to name a few, has also helped drive dance hall and Jamaican music to a truly global level and acceptance worldwide. Conscience, how far? Wagwan, how, how, how are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed, bro. I'm blessed. You know, thanking God for every single day, giving God glory, you know, making, right. Right. making sure that I live my best life and I hope you're doing the same. Oh yeah, I'm doing the same. Thank okay, let's start off with your name, Conscience, okay. Conscience, is your name the same meaning as the word conscience in the English dictionary? Because I know it's spelled different. So break it down for me. Let's talk about your name. Um, you know, you know, all right. So the name was given to me by just friends. You know, growing up, like I was always the voice of reasoning. I was always the person that wants to know why for everything that we're doing. Not always good. <laughs> and not always bad, but always want, I need a reason. You know what I mean? So they gave me the name and it does mean the same as as the english word conscience it, it's just spelt in a particular way because right. you know i'm jamaican mm -hmm. so we, we change up the, the, the spelling a little bit it's not conscience as it's spelled <laughs> in english yeah but conscience k-o-n-s-h-a-n-s okay that's what's up so what was it like growing up for you in jamaica for the afrozen's audience to know how was your background how, how did you grow up in jamaica um at the early days of my life, I, I grew up in a in a military base. Actually, mm -hmm. my father was a soldier, so most of my young my childhood days was spent on a military base in Kingston, Jamaica. Then I moved to Shela Crescent, Kingston 20. You know, I mean that that's the same community that people like King Toby, um, Baby Sham, yeah. just to name a few. You know, what I mean, and so that was when music started influencing me big time as a as an artist, as an artist. At first, it was always there as a fan. You know what I mean? I'm a huge fan of music, a huge knowledge of music, like a DJ or a selector. Mm -hmm. But it was always just, just being a fan. So I think at that time, doing that move from, move to Shola Crescent, which is, um, I would say, a garrison community, uptown garrison. And mm -hmm. it's kind of more, more grassroots and more hardcore. So, you know, I mean, things were right at my doorstep and my fingertips now. How old were you at that time? How young were you? Um, I moved to Sherlock Crescent 
just when I left high school, maybe 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. That's a while back. That's a while back. It's okay. You don't mm-hmm. look it. So we good. Let's talk about <laughs> your big single, Broke Off Your Back. That was a 2017 massive hit, okay, with over 100 million views on YouTube. And then you did a Chris Brown remix. How'd you link up with CB, with Chris Brown? Uh, at the time, I was signed to a label called Empire, Empire mm-hmm. in San Francisco. And basically, the CEO reached out to, to, to Chris's team, and Chris was like, yo, I know the song, and it's crazy. Let's, let's go. And I mean, it was really cool about it. Um, big respect to Chris Brown. Like, from my generation, Chris Brown would be our version of Michael Jackson. Yeah. And I mean, I, don't, I, I know a lot of people might dispute that, but we can argue all day. Yep. Um, so I it was a real, it was a real um, honor for him to bless it. And I think he did good on it. He did a DJ thing and, and some singing and it. it was a vibe. That's what's up. You're also known to have said that your best performances in life has been in Kenya and then you have love for Uganda that's the motherland what's I mean besides being of African descent you know what's the special love what makes it different performing out there in Africa All right. anywhere else in the world I've, uh, for me I've always said I'm the type of artist the type of performer who, you know there are some artists that are like fully professional yeah. to a T like trained artists right so even if the energy is not 100% from the crowd or from whatever, they're still delivering a show that is of the highest standard every time. For me, I can honestly say, <laughs> at least 60 to 70% of my performance is totally emotional, fully emotional. Like, so the energy that I get from the people is definitely the energy that I'll be giving back. And so far, Africa, the countries that I've been to, Uganda, um, Kenya, Rwanda, Zimbabwe, is love and steroids. So naturally, I'm going to pour out my all in, in, in these performances. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to feel it more. And I mean, the people in, in Africa show love on a different level. And they will appreciate music on a different level. Not just whatever song is hot at the moment. But you'll find that when you sing songs from like, if you just freestyle a song like last week, <laughs> and I sing that when the show is like a big song, you know what I mean? So the energy is, is really what, what does it for me, I mean, love. I appreciate you saying that because I'm also a booking agent and I know how difficult it is when um, we have a concert out there in Africa and um, I give them a writer. This is a conscience writer. Conscience mm-hmm. wants this, he wants that. And they give me the opposite of exactly what I asked for. So mm-hmm. some artists, they take it the wrong way, you know, and some artists just like go with the flow and like, you know what, let's make it work. Let's make it happen. So yeah. I guess one of those is you're singing with your emotions, not singing with what's on your technical writer, right? Right, right, right. Like, I, I think I've learned, I'm not one of the artists that, you know, grew up in, in church singing or I've been singing from the age of six. Or, and I mean, I just decided one day I'm a big brother, so you listen to music. And I'm like, okay, I love it. So let's go. You know what I mean? And then I've learned the skill and, and the art form over the years. So I, I can't say I was taught. So naturally, a big chunk of me as, a, as an artist is going to be just coming straight from raw emotion. Yeah. 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 All right, let's talk about Afrobeats. Afrobeats is the new scene now, the new journey of music that's making yeah. waves. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you feel it's about uh, the Afrobeat movement, Conscience? I love it. I love it. And I've been hearing a whole heap of conversations about uh, which one is bigger, <laughs> dancehall or Afrobeat. And, and I, personally, I don't care. 
You know what I mean? If you ask me, I would say dancehall music birthed a whole bunch of genres around the world. And as a Jamaican, naturally, we're going to say, dancehall is bigger. But on paper right now, Afrobeat is killing it. You know what I mean? And it feels good and it sounds good. And I think it Afrobeat is where dancehall needs to get back in terms of how it make, how the music makes you feel. You know what I mean? But the success of, of the genre, I'm loving it. I think um, people from Africa deserve it too. Because I, I, I've heard many, many um, like sub-genres in different parts of, of Africa that are big in Africa. But I think this is like the, the one unified sound now of Africa. That's what I think. And I mean, where every country takes part in this thing and it, this is the name given to it now. So this one unified sound and there are billions of African people around the world. And they're all happy about it. Yeah. That's what's up. I, I mean, my take on it is in the very beginning, there was Afrobeat with Fela Kuti, oh, yeah? and there was Reggae with Bob Marley. Two kings. Right. Okay. And I feel okay. that we're their descendants, you know. But then the first okay. people to get the wave, as far as I'm concerned, was Dancehall. Dancehall came out with the wave, right. in the descendants of Bob Marley, right. you know. And then Afrobeat, the descendants of uh, Fela Kuti now came over and they started doing what they were doing and that's the birth of the whiskeys, the burner boys and people like that. So 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 now you're sending me to go and research Fela Kuti. Yes. I want you to research Fela Kuti because he's the because king if you ask me, I will say if you ask me, I will say Afrobeat was birthed from dancehall music. So let you me go do my research. <laughs> yes. So let me, so let me go do my research. Yeah. Okay, that would be a topic for another day, though. Because, yeah, but yeah, promise yeah. me something. Go back and research. After, after, after I research. Yeah, check okay. Afrobeat out and check Fela Kuti, and you'll see that he was the creator of Afrobeat. Afrobeats, if you want to say Afrobeats got empowered from dancehall, Afrobeats with an S, I would say yes. But Afrobeat, no. That's all Fela oh, well. That's something I didn't even know that. Yes. That's why there's a relationship with the Marlies and the Kutis. The Femi Kuti that won the Grammy, Shion Kuti, and then the Damien, mm -hmm. and then the Ziggies. There's this royalty Nothing. thing that we mash up together. What, 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 what country was he from? Nigeria. Okay, got it. Yeah. So you check that out for me. So yeah, what about yeah, Afrobeats? Who are you feeling right now? Any of the young cats you're feeling right now? Yo, there's so Who you're many. Like, Who are you vibing to? There's so many. Definitely Afrobeats. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 we love the work with with, with Davido and Whiskey that do over in you know, the Western world. So Davido, Whiskey, Potter, and Kim. Um, there's so many, and every week, Mira next one. <laughs> and I think the, the songs, Burner Boy for sure, mm. Burner Boy for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, like Diamond Platinum too. Yeah, um, Tanzania. Some, some some youth from from Kenya. Mm -hmm. Some young youth named Epic. Epic, yeah, so just Epic, epic, yeah. Um, there's so many, man. Like, you know, I just feel the music overall. I love it. I'm glad you do. And, so in, and actually, in, in Uganda, I don't know if it's Afrobeat. This artist, though, I, I don't know how to characterize his his music, but Chameleon, mm. in Uganda, really Chameleon from long time. He's been out there for a minute, though. Chameleon has been out yeah. there for a minute. He's on the era of the two faces, the salty souls. Right, right, you know, right, I think right. they, they, they were the ones before the new generations of the um, Diamond Platinums and Co. right now. Uh -huh. So yeah, big up, big up, big up to, to artists like that. When we used to tour in um, Uganda, I remember a Shaggy show we did, he was the opening act. So yes, they were the ones that paved the way before the okay. new generation, of course, now started doing what they're yeah. doing. So that's what's up. 
What about you? What's up for you now? You said you were in the studio. I dragged you out of the studio. You jumped into a car. Nice car, I must yo. say. So what's up with you? What are you working on? What should we look I out just, for? Yo, just look out for singles and singles and singles. Like right now, with, with this COVID-19 pandemic, I would encourage all the artists to just live in the studio. Man. Like just, just get the work going. And I actually came to Jamaica to do more work in Jamaica. And then here, here comes COVID. So I'm literally stuck in the studio like every day. You know what I mean? But I guess there's a positive side because a beer song, baga song. And, and <laughs> just just a nice energy, a nice productive energy. So you're getting everything from, um, like I said earlier, every genre, every style. Um, it just, it's like my reset and my start over. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm ready again. Yeah. That's what's up. On this show, Conscience, is all about facts for me. So I'm going to ask you some questions and I just want you to be brutally honest with me because oh. I want you to live by the name, Conscience, okay? Oh. So there was a time when Dancehall was always big in the US charts, all right? I mean, uh-huh. there's always a Dancehall cha- a song on the charts, okay? Making waves in the music scene. But now it seems like there's a Jamaican record every one or two years. I don't know if, you, if you've seen this trend, okay? You yeah. know, like yeah. in 2018, 2019, we had my young girl, Coffee. She was in Nigeria with me in December uh, with right. Toast. Then you had 2017, that was your era. We broke off. And then I'll say Cranium, he had nobody has to know. Then I just had Hold You Up. And him as well. And then, of course, we had Sarani with No Games. That was in 2009. You know, mm-hmm. I want to stop at 2009. What do you think happened? And why do you think that this um, yearly occurrence of us breaking into the US scene, why do you think that's happening? Um, I See, it's hard to answer this question without sounding like you're bashing mm-hmm. the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to come off as, as being one of those persons that bash the genre for, for whatever reasons. But I think lack of a business structure is one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think for, for a genre that gave birth to so many different genres, I think the, the real, um, the active ingredient for all the successes, um, successful genres that we create that, that came from dancehall is business. You know what I mean? And I think most genres are, are selling, I like to simplify it. I'm listening to Afrobeat, I'm listening to Latin Chop, I'm listening to all the, the, the young genres that really blew up. They're selling love, they're selling happiness, they're selling party, they're selling sexuality. And I think dancehall took this turn into a dark era and it became less melodic and more, more lyrical. And not everybody around the world can understand the things that we're saying in Patois. But I think it, it, it's between the business and, and the structure of the, the, the music production itself, I think that part is, is a trend and it will pass. People will eventually get back to the hardcore dancehall, the original dancehall that, that people around the world love. And it will be good. Some new people right now coming up, I think artists in nowadays, I would, I would say in my, in my um, I don't want to say my era, because I'm not gone. <laughs> no, you're still just, <laughs> my peers, my my peers. Yes. I think we're 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 looking at this thing and, and feeling like, listen, we should take this thing to another level or bring it back to the level it once was. And we, I think we know how to do it, and it's it's coming around. Can I say something, uh, Conscience? People say that yeah. dancehall, um, dancehall's music lyrics of being so anti-gay played a major yeah. role in the in the demise of dancehall music. Do you agree with that? I don't think so. I think what? I think the gay topic and how overly anti-gay um, dancehall music has been. 
the lyrics. Is, is that, yeah, dancehall. Some of the lyrics have been. It's a nice skateboard. It's a nice um, thing to say. Say, all right, listen, that's the reason why. However, but I think I don't think it was that powerful to to um, to really dampen the the success of dancehall music globally because dancehall has a huge fan base. Yeah. Um, both straight and gay, and I think we have had artists that have have rose to the top. You know what I mean, and I don't think the genre itself has been boycotted because of of anti-gay lyrics. I think there was a time when art specific artists had mm. issues. You know what I mean? But I don't think there was ever a time when the entire genre was blacklisted. Right. Okay. Have you been yeah. following the recent protest in America and uh, do you think there's actually a right way to protest? Do you think they're going yeah. about it the right way or do you think they're being aggressive? I'm talking about the looting and the violence mm-hmm. that's come out of mm-hmm. the protests. How do you feel about what's going on in the States right now? Definitely following it. Um, I live in Miami. So, and as you can see, if you, you get look it. at me carefully, <laughs> if you look at me carefully, you can see me just wake up. Okay. I, I, I was sleeping in the studio and I just came out and, and got in somebody's car and, and you know what I mean? So, I, yeah. for me, I live in, in Miami. So, um, I know firsthand what what the people are talking about what, and, and the injustices and, and the racism is very real. It's not even exaggerated, you know what I mean? In terms of do I agree with how the protests are going? I think some people are protesting the right way, mm-hmm. and some people just taking an opportunity to go loot and mash up some people's business. And you know what I mean? And you will always find you will always have that um, have that um, negative side to to a peaceful protest. There are always people that really don't care about nothing else but themselves, mm-hmm. and it's ever become an issue of you know what can I get, what can I grab? But at the same time, I cannot sit and really say yo listen i'm fully against it because i think people are angry yeah you know what i mean people are very angry and people are frustrated and this is the way how them can get them, them anger out so i can't knock it if this was I, wish, on... I, uh-huh. I wish it would i wish it was a case where people would focus on the issue yeah. the majority would focus on the issue but people are angry come on and you can't tell people how to be angry no, i definitely agree with you I definitely yeah. agree. That's what I was going to add to what to what you had just said. Okay, before I let you go, I want to play a quick game with you. Okay, you ready? All right. All right. As well, right? it's called my accent. Okay, it's called my accent. So I'm representing Nigeria, green, okay. white, green, and of course you're representing Jamaica. All right. Not green and gold. Yeah. Green and gold. That's right. Okay. So yeah. a word. I'm going to say a word in English. All right. But then. I'm gonna say the Nigerian accent of it, and you're gonna say the Jamaican accent of it, of a word. Right. I'll say it in English. I'm, I'm gonna say my part, and you say your part. Deal? Got it. Let's go. Water. 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 What you chatting about? What are you chatting about? We are, cha- we are chat about. <laughs> Quarantine. 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 Blood cloth. Blood clot. Blood clot. <laughs> is that a is that an actual word? <laughs> it is. It is a scientific word. Okay. Right, and the go. word respect. Respect. You must respect me. Respect. How far? How far? You gonna say wagwan? Wagwan? <laughs> That's not it. 
Wagwan means what's happening. That's right. That's what Halfa means. Halfa means Wagwan. That's what it means. That's what it means. We appreciate it. Mad, mad, mad. Thank you so much for doing this for me. Um, oh yeah, one last thing I wanted to ask you: How are you? How are you making money right now? The financial, the financial side of music. Now that there's no concerts, there's no you know things like that, and you know DJs are not out there. So how are you making money right now, Conscience? And what advice would you give for other artists during this COVID time? Yes, sir. At this time, all I'm making is um, automatic payments <laughs> because the bills still come. <laughs> so. No, but um, um, so I, I would say to artists, you know, you just have to try to be innovative at a, in a, at a time like this. Hopefully, there are artists that your music actually um selling was selling before it should be still selling. You know what I mean? So let's hope it's it's selling enough to maintain you, and hopefully you had invested in other things to kind of keep you afloat in this time because definitely the entertainment industry took a big hit from this COVID thing, and I think we will actually be the last ones to get back online. You know, I mean, even when the world is open, and when, when the boy, I hate saying this, even when the world is open and, and businesses are back in line, I think the entertainment industry, the shows, because we strive off live, off live um, shows and, and large gatherings. So you know, we might be the last ones out. So just be strong and see if you can try to get you, and try to pour some of that energy into, into producing music for now. Conchas, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor chatting up with you. Look forward to having you in Chicago. Okay, having you in the sure. studio with us when the world opens sure. up, 2021. When the world opens up. Yes, not before. Not before, because yeah, we can't man. trust the hotels right now or flights. So when the world opens up, so yes. Appreciate you for All doing right. it, and Thank you so much. Bless up. Yeah, man. Bless up yourself. Thanks for having me. Yo, Wagwan, everybody. This is Conscience. How far? <laughs>